Hey y'all, you're listening to The Coffee Shop, and I'm your host, Lindsay Acosta. If you know me, then you know that I love coffee, and The Coffee Shop is where I've had some of my favorite and hardest conversations. I've laughed, cried, mourned, and rejoiced with friends as we sat across from one another, a coffee between us. So I hope you'll pull up a chair to my table and have conversations with me as I talk about all things Jesus related in hopes that it will equip, teach, and empower you in your walk with the Lord. Welcome to the coffee shop. Hey y'all, welcome back to the coffee shop. Today we're going to finish up our spiritual gifts series So if you haven't watched the last two episodes, make sure you go do that so you can be caught up. But today we're going to be talking about the gifts of mercy shower, prophecy, and shepherding. So the mercy shower is incredibly gifted with being able to empathize and sympathize with others, whether it's a single person or a group of people. This gift is a way for God to communicate his comfort to hurting people. So I want to take a second and talk about what mercy is so that we can better understand this gift. Mercy is compassion or forgiveness shown towards someone whom it is within one's power to punish or harm. Now, because we are all sinners, God has the right and justification for showing us his wrath, but instead he has granted us a way to be shown mercy through Jesus. Now, mercy showers are a tangible reminder that God loves his people and he sympathizes and empathizes with their pain and he wants to bring them comfort. So mercy showers usually obviously empathize with hurting people. Um, They support people in their time of need They communicate God's acceptance to them. They use their faith to lift people up. They can be sensitive to others' needs and feelings. They are oftentimes peacemakers, and they are very good listeners. And you can often find people with this gift visiting the sick or counseling others, taking meals to families, babysitting, um, Praying with those who are grieving or going through a hard time. Um, They can also give time and resources to those in need. Um, A mercy shower also directs those in need to solutions and answers that might help them. And again, it's really just a way for them to remind others of God's goodness, sovereignty, and his kindness. They are God's tangible way of reminding people that he loves those that are hurting and that he's, he's still here for them and he sympathizes and empathizes with them. And truly at the heart of the mercy shower is the heart of kindness. Next up is the gift of prophecy. And this gift comes with a great passion to defend God and his reputation. A prophet usually opposes anyone who violates the honor of God and his standards 
And someone with the gift of prophecy is very concerned with the standard of right and wrong that God has set for his people. Now, the gift of prophecy is not to be confused with the office or title of prophet, though both do use the same name. Um, A prophet with the spiritual gift of prophecy, like what we're talking about in this episode, is vastly different than someone who is an anointed prophet that holds that title. An official prophet, you know, someone who has the office of being a prophet, like what we see in the Bible, is one who speaks things from the Lord. They are very, um, they are anointed by God for this position. And then it's confirmed by other members of the body of Christ. But the gift of prophecy is more so just seeing things through the lens of right and wrong and acting accordingly while the title of prophet, the office of prophet, is someone who will give messages directly from God to the people who are supposed to hear it. So with that being said, someone with the gift of prophecy usually has no issue with following the rules. They like following the rules. They like knowing what the rules are so they can follow them. They will usually correct others for their misbehaviors. They are sensitive to sermons or lessons about sin. They can be seen as having a strong ego, but in reality, they just want people to do the right thing. They have great insight about what happens to those who compromise God's standards. They are very quick and courageous to oppose those who break the law of God's standards. And they understand the sinful motivations of others. So this is actually my third strongest gift. And you definitely see this with, you know, me wanting to correct others for their misbehavior or, um, you know, I really want to push people to do the right thing. And I really like to teach on what happens when you compromise God's standards. And I'm a big advocate for, speaking out against the things that break God's laws or that cause us to be unholy. Now, I'm not always great at following the rules. You can ask my mom. I was hell on wheels when I was a kid. Um, Well, okay, that probably has not changed. But um, the older I've gotten, the more I've come to really appreciate the standards that God has set before us and the holiness that we are supposed to be working towards. Um, But unlike the exhorter, someone with the gift of prophecy tends to use more negative motivations than positive ones, but they still love the other person just as much. Those of us with this gift, we just have a different way of of showing our love to people. Now, unfortunately, because we are typically outspoken and blunt, you know, we see things very black and white. We oftentimes aren't heard. And that's because other people don't see the vision that we have, nor do they always have the same convictions that we have? And so a lot of times we will be speaking about things 
And sometimes it can be the way we're coming off to people or just the simple fact that they just don't get it. They don't see things like we see things. So we're not always heard, but we are still so important to the kingdom because our gift warns people. We use our gift to tell people about the consequences of our sins and just our sins in general. We really just want people to be striving for holiness so that they can spend eternity with Jesus. We want that for everybody. We don't want them to have to go through the consequences that come with sinning and things like that. Um, it's It really is why so many other people with this gift are the way that they are. They see things in black and white and they want people to understand that, you know, the, the cause and reaction to things so that people can ultimately strive for holiness and spend eternity with the Lord. And at the heart of the prophet is a heart of passion. And the very last gift that we're going to talk about is the gift of shepherding. Now this gift is characterized by someone who draws people to themselves in order to care for them and lead them to follow the Lord. So someone with this gift is usually great at motivating others to follow and serve Jesus. They have a high sensitivity to the relationship of others to Jesus. They can oversee the equipping and employing of others to serve and follow Jesus. They are concerned about the needs of others. They have great spiritual oversight. They're a great leader. Uh, People naturally look to them to lead or to make decisions or to give advice. And they're very good at influencing others' thoughts. Um, Someone with the gift of shepherding may lead Bible studies, they can head up different committees, they can rally support for events, lead family devotions, be a camp counselor or youth sponsor, or maybe even a missions team leader. Um, A lot of times you see this gift with with pastors. Um, You know, they are great at doing all these things. It makes sense that most pastors typically have the gift of shepherding. It would be one of their stronger giftings. Um, And those with this gift lead people to follow Christ. They help encourage them to seek a relationship with the Lord. And they do this by the way that they live. Um, You know, as people naturally look to them, they utilize their gift by motivating others and being sensitive to their needs. They do this by the way that they live because people, you know, naturally look to them They do this by motivating others and being sensitive to other people's needs. They do this by using wisdom and spiritual oversight when dealing with problems and concerns. Um, They really are just very concerned with leading people to Christ and encouraging them to follow Christ. So you have the evangelist who gets people to convert, to accept Jesus as their Lord and Savior. And then you have the shepherds who lead people to follow Christ. They're the ones who are really great at showing people what it means to be a follower of Christ. And like I said, they have they have great spiritual oversight and wisdom, and they're really great at leading. And at the heart of the shepherd is a heart of compassion. If you would like more information on these gifts and you would just like some more in-depth knowledge about them, I would strongly suggest the book 
Women Gifted for Ministry. It's an amazing book. It's where I got a lot of this information from. Um, and it could be really helpful in, you know, giving you more background information. Um, but while we may be strong in some gifts and weak in others, we all have the ability to utilize all of these gifts if we are willing to put in the effort to prayerfully and humbly strengthen the gifts that we are weak in and then just continue to strengthen the gifts that we are already strong in. Our spiritual gifts are vital to the kingdom. They all work together for the same purpose, even though they are all vastly different from one another. So someone may need a rebuke from the Lord, and a rebuke comes from a prophet, a person with a gift of prophecy. Someone may need a teaching, and then that's going to come from a teacher, you know, the person with the gift of teaching. Another person might need an administrator to organize an event, and of course that would come from someone with the gift of administration. So you can really see how all of these gifts work differently, but they still have a common goal. They all still have the same goal, and that's to grow the kingdom and to help other believers to work as one unified body with many different parts. And at the end of the day, our gifts should bring unity and harmony to the kingdom. If you know what your spiritual gift is, utilize it. Use it in a way to serve and worship the Lord. 1 Peter 4.10 says, Each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. At the heart of each of us should be a heart for God and a need to serve others as a way to serve Him. Thanks for listening to this week's episode on The Coffee Shop. I'd love to connect with you more on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. See y'all next week.